0: to will it gain the podcast about pitching crappy board games from one board family i'm your host ryan gatowski joined as always by
1: rick
0: white whoa it's a yeah. lot of energy bud yeah you to tone you it
1: know. Out. no man gotta bring it gotta bring it
0: oh jeez. And our guest judge for this episode is Mr. Tim Eisner. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing great.
2: Uh, very excited to be here with y'all, especially with Rick.
0: I'm sorry yeah.
1: that Brian didn't bring the same energy to your name. That's kind of on him. Um, let's go <laughs> ahead and put me above him when it comes to the ranking process for today, right from the get so
0: am, am I already starting 20 points down? Is I that hope what it so. is? You know, I'm a pretty holistic guy,
2: so I'm going to sort of incorporate everything that happens from the intro on, you know. But, Ryan, you've got a lot of time to make stuff up. I'm not going to hold that against you.
0: I'm going to make it happen, so... Very cool. Uh, Tim, tell us about what you do in the industry. You've made some pretty awesome board games over the past couple of years. Why don't you tell the listeners about them?
2: Uh, yeah, I'm a board game designer, uh, designer of March of the Ants, Grim Forest, Tidal Blades, Grim Masquerade, Aquacorn Cove, uh, Dungeon Hustle, and upcoming Wonderlands War, uh, So, which was on Kickstarter earlier this year. So I've been doing uh, board game design for the last seven years and loving it.
0: That's awesome. And you have a new project we're going to talk about at the end of the episode, um, but props to all those games that you've mm-hmm. made, man. You have definitely done, done some great work. Um, it, it's It's cool when... When games connect with your family, um, and that's what happened with the Grim Masquerade. We saw it at Origins last year, had to buy it. We brought it home, and the kids, everybody fell in love with the game. So um, it's one of those things where it's cool to see everybody in the house get excited about a game when it comes out. That is awesome to hear. That's my goal with, with games, is to just bring
2: people together and have people enjoying it and creating those experiences. So that's that, that makes me, that's the best thing to hear.
1: Oh, man. Good. So you've tried to undo your poor introduction with this sucking up, telling him how great his board game is. That's God, exactly is so right. Ugh, I don't like Did that you, you get to this do coming? this part of the podcast. I just have to sit here and let you control everything.
2: Ugh. There we go so Rick, Tim, you, could, you could butter me up too man you could be like you know your you like good. a really nice guy
1: you know what i'm the one that told ryan to check out all your games because um you know at first he was saying god that looks terrible i don't want to play it and so without me like okay now i'm lying i gotta uh, uh, that's probably not gonna help um, all true
0: all true so um Tim, what we've been doing uh, lately is asking our guest judge a random question from a list of questions that we have. So your question is, what is the most ridiculous fact that you know? The most
2: ridiculous fact that I know? Yes. Um, holy cow, that's, that's you get tough. It from a bottle of Snapple. Oh, oh that, that would be a good fact. I, you know, it's been a while since I've drank Snapple. So mm. the most ridiculous fact I know is that um, embarazada uh, in Spanish doesn't mean embarrassed. It means pregnant. Uh, and that's not ridiculous oh. in the, the language is ridiculous, but I've, if I've had, I've said it myself sometimes and sounded ridiculous when I've said, yo soy embarazada and people are like, yeah, I don't think you're pregnant, buddy. I don't, don't think
0: so. so. I don't <laughs>
2: think so. <laughs> no, that's good. Hey, that's good I am fact.
1: looking up All because right, I Rick. don't do, you know, because I distract myself. Um, I'm looking up Snapple facts. And so here's one for you. Slugs have four noses. There you go. Um, Perfect just thought I'd throw Ooh. that in there for the for the masses
2: I like that I was actually playing 20 fact. questions the other day <laughs> and I I my thing was slugs and then the people were like is it an animal and I was like is it a vertebrate and I was like I actually don't know anything about slugs like it's hard to I don't actually know what they well, do but now I know they have four noses so there you go.
0: Yeah. you're welcome thank you thank you slugs the unsung heroes of the earth so, Rick, why don't you take the first crack at pitching a game? Uh, oh, your theme. Tim, you picked the theme of birthday parties. So I got to tell you, this one was a little tough for me. I was really surprised that I had a tough time with it. So let's see if Rick had an easier time than I did.
1: Well, and I think this is, Tim, would I guess, this is because your
2: birthday was recent, Right that's correct. That was sort of one of the inspirations. There
1: you go. Well, hopefully this inspires you so much for, for future, future birthdays. So here we go. Um, now for me, it's been a while since I've had what you would call uh, a birthday party. As an adult, I've had a hard time making my birthday feel special. For instance, this year, um, I took my wife to a baby shower, uh, on my birthday. So that was like, um, the extent Mm. of the excitement. Um, but, uh, you know, I think that's something that we need to work on, or at least I need to work on. So this game is called 30-Year-Old Birthday. In this game, you'll be trying to plan the perfect day for an adult birthday party. At the beginning of the game, you'll be given your goals, what you hope to accomplish that day, whether it be a party with friends, a day of relaxation, or just some time to get away from everything. Then you'll be given a player board that serves as a schedule, um, and on that board, you're going to have some slots for cards of a specific color that will match uh, the certain events that you can do. So you'll have like six different events that you can do during a day and you'll use these cool telescoping rectangular pieces that we're going to have in the game that will allow you to fill out the schedule and you'll be able to stretch it out to fill up more time in the schedule for certain activities. Um, and so once you've got your player board, you're going to go into a card drafting phase similar to like a Sushi Go or a Seven Wonders in which you'll be able to collect the actions that you'll want to do during the day, um, that could give you a certain boost in the category that is your goal. So, and some categories might be rest, friends, isolation, or family. So maybe you pick up a card that lets you take a nap or another card that takes you to a bowling alley. Um, these cards will give you certain boosts. Um, some of them will have certain time requirements, uh, whether they be you have to do them for a certain amount of time or you can't go over a certain amount of time. Um, you can also get boosts that enhance your actions, so maybe you can get a pillow card that helps you to take a better nap, or a dead cell phone battery card that enhances your isolation points. Um, you'll also be able to draft gifts similar to like the science symbols that you have in Seven, seven Wonders that are going to give you bonus points. And then some cards are chores that you have to do that you'll be able to play on opponents, forcing them to add something to their schedule. Um, You draft a certain number of cards each round, and at that point, a life card is drawn, and that's where life just kind of happens. And these will be little interruptions that might show up in your day. Could be good, could be bad. Maybe, you know, you've got to add picking up some medication for a kid or your eyeglasses break, or maybe someone else is going to go pick up your kids and so you get a longer break than you were expecting. Um, after three rounds, you'll look at your schedules, you'll tally up your points and whoever, uh, look at your end goal and whoever has the most points wins. And that is 30 year old birthday.
0: Mm.
2: Wow. Okay. That was, you know, I, I, that was pretty exciting. I, there was, I had some questions while you were talking about it and then you answered some of those. So I'll wait to give my full response until I hear what Ryan's got to say, but I'll just say that that sounded Uh pretty, pretty interesting.
1: Pretty interesting is been. It's going to be the name of my biography, so I'm really excited <laughs> about it. Uh, that you mildly that
0: interesting, document. the Rick store yeah, story, exactly. So everybody knows the old song, "It's My Party," and I'll cry if I want to. So this game is called "I'll Cry If I Want to." It's a trick-taking <laughs> game. The cards are your traditional numbered cards, but they have zany birthday party illustrations on each and every card. Bright colors, something for the whole family to enjoy. Each player is given an identity card to start the round. Players have ten cards that they have to play through during the round. Now, the identity card is going to be the thing that Dedicates, like, gives you the idea of what you want to do, which tricks you want to win, which tricks you don't want to win, how you want to play the game for that round. Each identity has specific goals, so a birthday boy or girl would have gathered the most gift uh, gift uh icons that are on the cards mm-hmm. a clown would want to gather the most balloons or balloon animals and then parents want to gather cakes and desserts and things like that so and we have we have other cards that are going to be mixed in the mix the twist for this game is that the trump card is actually a tear card okay so the trump suit is going to be a set of tear cards that have tear like crying tears on them and they only benefit one person at the party the bully the bully in the round wants to gather as many tier cards as possible he wants those those tears to be shed at the party players have to try and keep these cards from the bully by winning tricks and leaving him with no points at the end of the round The traditional birthday party is five plays, uh, but players can choose to play more rounds if they want to, if they're having a good time. And just like such games as One Night Ultimate Werewolf, we'll be selling special themed expansions, a superhero birthday party, a Nintendo birthday pack that has some of your favorite characters. And we even have teamed up with Tim Eisner himself, and we have a rainforest birthday pack that will ship with uh, Canopy on Kickstarter as an add-on. Don't quote me on any of that last part.
1: That. Wow. Words remember, that's in the, the judge's mouth right at the beginning. That's
2: that's great. That's, um, I mean, I like the collaboration with Tim Eisner. That seems like a strong move to really make a, a solid game. Okay. Uh, one of the these best designers great. in the world? I don't know. Yeah. Wow. 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 <laughs> um, all right. So those were both, you, you know, I'm surprised because I thought you guys, I thought you were all going to be. Pitching me some like crappy ideas, but both these ideas, I feel like, you know, there's some substance there and there's some things I could dig into. So I'm not, it's not just like, well, Well,
1: we're like like a, you know, good, bad movie. You know, some bad movies are just bad and you don't even want to watch them, but we're like a bad movie that you're like, at least this is still entertaining kind of thing. That's what we're going for.
2: Totally. Both these games I think would be entertaining and I would play both these games, which one I would rather play. Um, You know, so I will say I really love trick taking games. That's one of the things I grew up playing with my family. Um, I like the idea of like the different roles you can play and like the tears being uh, impactful. I might feel a little sad if I was the bully in a game, you know, if I was, if I had the bully card, although maybe that'd be fun and different players might, might, lean towards that or not. Um, yeah. on the birthday, uh, 30th birthday party, I, I got a little nervous when you said schedule, cause I was excited about the idea. And then I thought it might feel a little bit like I was setting up a spreadsheet schedule for myself or might have a little bit too much planning. But then with the card drafting, it seemed like that sort of eased itself up. And then I really liked the, uh, I like the unknown things that life would throw in there and throw your way. Um, And I'm more of a planning person. I like to, like, throw my own birthday party and, like, put a lot of energy into, like, making sure it's a really fun day. And so I think I got to go with the 30th birthday party and just, like, you know, who can set up their best day.
1: Oh, snap. It's been so long since I've tasted victory. It's been a minute. It's been a minute, Rick.
2: Whoa, that's an upset.
1: Okay, great. Well, Yeah. Well, mostly. So that's something
0: that we don't tell we don't tell people when they come on. But we have Rick has a really bad record. We actually because we're over fifty episodes now. We're gonna actually go back through and kind of set up a little spreadsheet to see where we're at with wins. Um, But it's been, I mean, it's like it's like ten to one. The past it's couple been a of, hot minute. A wow! Hot minute.
2: Wow! Well, I'm happy to support an upset victory, you know, and I feel like that that was a fun sounding game. So,
1: yeah, and I think it's Ryan, cool. what you learned is that if you don't rip off a game when you make yours, it just doesn't go as well for you. So, I think oh, you know you might have so to go sad. back to just ripping off
0: games in order to win. Oh, uh, I'll I'll be sure to do it in the next in the next round. Okay, that sounds good. That's cool. So, Tim, tell us about this new game that is currently on Kickstarter called Canopy. Uh, yeah, so Canopy
2: is my newest game. It's a uh, card game for two players, um, and each player is uh, your drafting cards from three piles. There's three Growth piles in the middle of the board, and you'll look at one pile. If you like what's in that pile, you can take it and add it to your tableau, adding uh, trees or plants or animals to your rainforest. If not, you'll put that pile back, and you can look at the next pile in the row. The catch is that each pile that you pass, you'll add another card from the deck on top of, so we'll be growing and getting bigger, and your opponent will have the next chance to look at that pile. So you have to sort of carefully evaluate which pile you want, and which you know gain the correct uh, amount of plants and animals uh, and trees to build a a thriving ecosystem. Uh, It's illustrated by Vincent Dutre. So it's got awesome, beautiful art and really captures the vibrancy of the rainforest. And things that things I'm really excited about it is I think it provides a really nice two player drafting experience. Um, A lot of games, um, you know, they if it's like Sushi Go, for example, the two player version of drafting just doesn't really quite provide the same experiences mm, yeah. as, as like a three four or five player game and this with the piles it really provides some of that a lot of that tension from drafting and sort of the push your luck of like ooh, can i leave this pile and see if it grows later grows up enough and still come back and pick up these trunks or this uh, canopy that
0: i'm that i, I know mm-hmm. i want and maybe the other player won't pick it up I will tell you, I played this with Bob Kroll. He uh, he actually has the preview for us on oneboardfamily.com. And so it is a fun game. Uh, me and him played, and I was really, really impressed with the way that you pulled off a two-player drafting game. It, it When he was describing it to me, I was like, okay, we'll have to see how this works. I was really impressed with how the game felt, and it was fantastic. Of course, I believe I beat Bob, which made me feel even better about the game. So
2: obviously, yeah. Awesome. Oh, I'm glad you got a chance to play it and enjoyed it. And, you know, I try and make games so you win every time. You know, that's my yeah. that's my
0: goal. That's, actually, that's really – I look on the back of the box for a box quote like that. Players <laughs> named Ryan win all the time, something like that. Just Ryan all wins, the you know. Yeah. yeah. If if it's there, I'm
2: buying it. So You know, sometimes yeah. I just put in the back of the rule book the little, like, extra rule that just says – It's. I usually like to put a blank, a blank, and you can write your own name in there. So you can just whoever buys the game gets to win.
0: It's a good (laughs) idea. Very cool. Well, Tim, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for being our guest judge this week and for your theme of birthday parties. You guys be sure to check out the Canopy Kickstarter that is now up through the end of June. And you can find out more about One Board Family at OneBoardFamily.com. Follow us online all over the place at One Board Family. And until next time. Wait, wait, wait,
1: wait, 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 wait. I have to give one more Snapple fact before we go, and then you can do the ending catchphrase, okay? Last important Snapple fact. If you keep a goldfish in a dark room, it will eventually turn white. Okay, go ahead, Ryan. You can end again.
0: (laughs) (sighs) This is going to be real fluid, the way this works. We'll see you at the table. Jeez.
1: (laughs) Punchboard media, where we all bring something to the table. Pull up the chair at punchboardmedia.com.